Hi everyone, it's Maria Recruit here from All Things Business, and today I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Della Futuhi. She's an international best-selling author. She's a speaker, wellness coach, talk show host, and she's joining me today to talk about, you know, business. Uh, she has a number of businesses, and uh, she can tell us a little bit about how she started in her own business, what kind of business she's in, and uh, how she's getting known. Uh, through social media and she has some wonderful things she's also a talk show host like I am so it's kind of fun to have another host she interviewed me a, about a month ago now it's my turn to interview her hi Della nice to see you again hello Maria and thank you so much for having me this is so exciting when you when you interviewed me last month I mean I was tickled, you know tickled pink because I, I don't usually sit on the side where someone's interviewed me right but it's nice to interview to interview you now on my side and you know we each have our own kind of interviewing skills and strategies and uh, I, I love yours you're just such a wonderful hostess with the mostest and I love in the background you know Della's voice and all of that so tell us yeah I love it it's beautiful Thank so you. tell me a little bit about who Della is well, thank you, Maria. I really appreciate the kind words. Thank you so much. Um, who? Okay, so who is Della? Um, I was actually uh, born and raised in Iran, Maria. Uh, mm -hmm. I uh, I left Iran when I was thirteen. My mom, at the age of forty, picked up two suitcases with her two children and left Iran not to ever go back because she wanted to give us a better life. Uh, and this was during a really hard time in Iran. There was a war going on and um, there was a lot of family problems and uh, alcoholism in, uh, in, in the family I was growing up with. So my mom didn't want that for us anymore. So she, um, you know, she, she's a courageous woman. I, I, I think at, her now and think oh my gosh she had big balls yeah. right oh, yeah. Oh, yeah i'm just gonna say that how courageous she is right. and you know a lot of women that have bigger balls than guys i'm gonna tell right. you that right you up as a woman who's lived as long as i have and i've been in business you'd be surprised the women the courage they have when they have to take care of their children you know so uh, congratulations to your mom. How's she doing now? Is she oh, okay? She's, she's doing great. She's my biggest supporter, Maria. She is. Uh, she's uh, the type of woman who was never afraid uh, in her life, and she always tried and tell me that I need to be doing what I want to do. So she always said, "Just do what you want to do. Don't be afraid. Just do it." And she said, she always said to me, "Whatever you you're going to do, you're going to be." Uh, the best at it and yeah. that was uh, yeah. so encouraging and i think that's it's the reason why I, I i chose different adventures in my life maybe the reason why i was always entrepreneurial and in, in yeah. spirit and yeah. um wanted to try different things because uh, i really truly believed that i could do it because uh, she instilled that in me um and i do remember that you are a gutsy woman because you yeah, from my mother my mother my mother was gutsy i mean she left her country um you know got married at 15 
uh, to my father, went to England, stayed there, then moved to Canada. I went out to Winnipeg, you know, 40 below temperatures, right? Starting from scratch, didn't know the language, didn't know culture, didn't know anything. And she just like your mom said, you can do anything you want. And my father was also wonderful. He always said, Marie, you have no reason to fail. This is your country. You speak the language, you go to school. There's, you can't fail. So, I mean, I always had that instilled, just like you, you know, we really need our role models in our life, right? And if we're lucky enough that it's our parents, which it was for both yourself and myself, then we have a uh, uh, foot forward, you know, it helps us to go forward. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you have to find someone to help you with that. You know, that's where the mentors and coaches come in. But you were very fortunate. Your mom was certainly gutsy. And my father, same thing. He was in a concentration camp in Siberia for three years, never saw the family met up with them in Africa and they went then uh, signed up you know as uh, in the army the Polish army and went through Monte Cassino went all through that so I mean he was very gutsy too and my mom was almost like an orphan so I mean very gutsy people in the background mm -hmm. yeah. You know? yeah and so you you look back at the way they lived their lives yeah. and the resilience yeah they had to to yeah. to get to goals and to achieve what they had set out to do and um it it just puts to shame every single excuse that we use nowadays to to, yeah. to let it um block us from from going forward so uh, certainly having good examples uh is a blessing right so yeah. uh, i i came to canada when i was 17 meanwhile uh, we had lived in france for uh through about three years uh, and um, I was fortunate enough to experience that and uh, learn French uh, which allowed me to um, uh, to still today uh, you know be be um, trilingual and so I still speak French and I quite enjoy it. it I think it also allowed me to experience a different uh, lifestyle you know the European lifestyle but at the same time it was quite shocking to a Middle Eastern uh, teenage girl, uh, having come from a very strict background, you know, going to France all of a sudden and being exposed to so much uh, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so I got to experience a little bit of uh, that shock. Um, and then uh, three years later, my mom decided that she wanted to bring us to Canada to give us a better life. And so because we didn't have visas, yeah. um, she paid someone to smuggle us through uh, the border. <laughs> Again, like a gutsy move, right? You think about that. And wow. Um, wow. I know all that is in my book. Uh, it's a, it's yeah. a big chapter in my book my uh you know um coming into canada so, <laughs> so wow. it's, always, it's always going to be a, a story that i tell because um you know those were very uncertain days um go going through uh, a lot to get to where we were but again moving to a new country having to Again, learn a new language and learn a new culture, new friends, new school, new home, uh, having to learn everything again. Uh, so I, I, I always thought that I was in a position where I needed to work harder than everyone else. Mm -hmm. Me too. Me too. Right? 
immigrant's daughter and the father says you can't fail you know of course you are and you know i still find after all these years i'm still doing the same thing i'm still trying to perform yes. myself yes. because yes. something that drives me forward i don't know about you but certainly drives me forward to reach my new potentials right and so unless like you because i know you have your talk show host of the show that's probably what you want to do just like i wanted to do it too right uh it's pushing us forward in areas we never even thought we'd want to even go to I don't know about you, but who thought about this 10 years ago? Uh, I, I didn't. But I could see technology taking us there, though, Della. I could see I, it taking us there. I always thought that I was going to be famous one day. This okay, is you are. <laughs> even, even back when I was a little girl in Iran, I remember like um, playing playing roles in front of my little mirror, um, you know, I, I, practicing speeches and... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> practicing one day being famous and having to autographs. Yeah, you are. So how, I know you're using technology to its fullest limit, but tell me about your book. I mean, where can we get this book, and what's the title of your book? So the title of my book is Enjoyness. I N J O Y N E S S. A little bit of a different um, word, mm -hmm. which really is um, how I started living. Uh, the life I was supposed to live, Maria, because for a long time, I was in a um, in a dark place uh, as I was growing up, and I went through my adulthood and uh, really trying to find myself and um, uh, trying to love myself and finding self compassion and uh, trying to really look deep inside to see uh, what it was that I needed the most and uh, and stopping that whole game of trying to please other people and uh, yeah. looking for validation and I think it's um I don't think it ever ends Maria this this yeah. is a journey but um, certainly for me was a moment of awakening and um that's what i describe in my book um and um in writing it i hope that it will inspire other people to um to wake up mm -hmm. and to realize that if you're not happy where you are uh, it's on you and yes. you need to yes. you need to wake up because this is the only life you'll you'll have so you might as well find the best way to live it um my my whole my whole um hope and intention from Della's voice uh and the, writing the book uh, and interviewing all these people is exactly that to bring a sort of an inspirational story to to people and let them know that there's there's hope that mm -hmm. they're not really stuck, um, yeah. you know, in, in how they live their lives. And how to get out of their own prison because they put the prison walls themselves, right? So true. Uh, you have to break right through it and face your fears and just go right through it. And and if, if things don't go the way you want at the beginning, just walk, just go around it. Like find another way. I mean, because I mean, I, I, I found in my in, in, in my life that, you know, walls are put there for a reason for me to jump or go around it or whatever I have to do. But but at the end, I you know what I do is I hold on to where I want to go, Della, and I get there. It may take me longer because that's how life is, right? I mean, it's all it's, it's all there to teach us lessons all the way along. So I just look at it and say, okay, so it's not working this way. Well, maybe it'll work that way, you know? So, I mean, yeah, that's how I've done it all along. 
Yes, uh, that, that's it. That's absolutely it. And sometimes we just have to remember that. And this is something that I had to learn um, uh, on my own too. Is that it's you know we, we spend so much time and we put so much effort and we're just so focused uh, in in that end game goal that we forget to live and we forget to enjoy the the journey. Uh, yes, the journey has ups and downs, and um, you know some some days you wake up and everything is working out for you, and some days you wake up and like nothing's working out for you. But without the downs, you don't appreciate the apps and so and I said so there's there's so much to be enjoyed um and I think that if we if we're not aware we let life pass us by because oh one day when I get there I'll be happy yeah yeah, yeah. just like some people say you know when I lose so much so much weight just enjoy life now who cares nobody's even looking at you you know <laughs> Nobody cares what your weight is. You don't even notice it after a while. I mean, they may say, "Oh, she's a little bit on the chubby side," but if they if they like your personality, who cares? You think they're perfect too? I mean, I got over myself and I realized people don't care what I. I mean, they're only concerned about themselves, Dylan. If you understand that, then you get over yourself and just get on with living and just do your thing. You're so right, thing, right? So just do your thing. Yeah, it is. Well, as you get older in your sixties. Life is very simple. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. Like today for me, life is a lot easier than it yeah. used to be, I yeah. tell you. The yeah. things that that used to worry me uh, back then, and a lot of it is in my book too. I, I, I'm very honest and very raw in my book because I I, I, th I think that um, people need to to hear that from other people. Sometimes, sometimes we think think that we're the only ones who are suffering with something or that we're, you know, we're, um, oh, poor me, poor, miserable me, right? And then uh, you hear it from someone else um, that perhaps has overcome it. And then it mm -hmm. just, it just clicks mm -hmm. for you. And so many other people's stories has resonated with me. And so I think that they have been one of the reasons why I was able to get over myself. And I hope that um you know people will find a little bit of a gift in my story too oh i'm sure i'm sure so, I'm so nice. an answer to your question is being published yeah. as we speak oh <laughs> yes. who's, the, who's the publisher so, so robert j moore that yeah. you know um yeah. you know yeah. he's my coach and he's my publisher and um i've been fortunate enough to um really meet Robert and um, I inf interviewed him on Della's voice, which consequently uh, resulted in him asking me if I wanted to um, host his podcasts. And because I said, yes, there so many things happened because of that. And I met so many amazing people and you're one of those amazing people I would have never met if it weren't for me taking that chance taking that opportunity sometimes um you know things happen to us i think opportunities all are all around us and mm -hmm. we may be too afraid to take a step because it's a little outside our comfort zone yeah. um and so we don't take them but if we do take them what's the worst that can happen yeah <laughs> 
that's why I look at it. I mean, they can only say no, but the no is just for today. The no could change tomorrow to a yes or maybe, right? I mean, that's the way I look at it too. And, and myself, since I met Robert J. Moore, he's offered me many opportunities and gotten to know people like you, right? I mean, I wouldn't have known you and all the other wonderful people I've met. I mean, it's been fun. It's really been fun. Yeah. He's an inspiration. He's my coach and also he's my sponsor. And I'm his sponsor for him and his, and his shows. And he is, you know, for the Canadian Real Estate Investors Association too. So yeah. And that's, yeah, very, life, that's what life is, right? I mean, as human beings, we're, we're, we're so connected on so many different levels um, because we feel the same things and we, we have the same needs and we, um, you know, we go through the same journey in different shapes and forms, but really at the root of it, we, we, we all get each other because, yes. you know, at the bottom of it all, we, we're so connected. And sometimes we feel um, intimidated by other people. And I always have to remind myself of that, you know, um, there's no one you need to compare yourself to except yourself uh, from yesterday. And so, you know, um, Maria, in this journey, um, I have learned that every single day I need to um, follow my passions. And so for a long time, those passions were not obvious to me. And so I went and took this test called the passion test. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah talk about it. Tell us about it. So, so a lady by the name of Janet Atwood, she first came up with this test uh, called the passion test. Now, a gentleman that I know, uh, he is the facilitator for this test. So he got, he, I, I, you know, he took the test himself and then he loved it so much on how he changed his life through it that he became a facilitator. And now he is able to offer the same test through a workshop called the Passion Test, which is a three hour workshop. Uh, and he offers them on Zoom. And so I took this test. And so I was able to narrow down um, all everything that I thought were my passions down to five passions. Okay. Well, what are they? Can you share them with us? Yes. Of course. Of okay. course. Okay. Number one passion for Della Futuhi. Having fun. Mm. <laughs> I hear you, sister. I'm the same. I hear you. Yes. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> impacting the world in a positive way. Excellent. Number three, being the talk show host of a world-renowned talk show. <laughs> you did it, and you're doing it. Fantastic. You know, I'm I'm working on the uh, on the um on the extent of it. So, like, yeah. I want to reach millions of people, and so yeah. I'm working on that. Number yeah, four, <laughs> learning something new every day. And number five is being in control of my own time. Yeah. Those Good are my top you. five passions. Yeah. yeah. And that is you. That's exactly who you are, Della. And you know, Maria, what the best thing that happened by knowing those five passions was that now every decision I make, I, I put them through my top five passions and make sure they align with at least one of my passions. And if it doesn't align, I simply say, no, thank you. That's a really good point. Maybe more people should be doing that. 
that's you know that then then you'll be you'll be filling yourself up right instead of taking away yeah filling yourself up and reaching your goals it's helping you reach your goals all of absolutely. those absolutely yeah. and also um knowing knowing your passions and actually um, living in alignment with your passions gives you so much fulfillment there's a lot of people who are not who are not feeling fulfilled and and please let me be the first to say that i was there mm -hmm. right and that's mm -hmm. when life gets really um excruciating and the days look feel really tough and you feel the depression come come on i know i'm not talking about the clinical depression but you know yeah, what i mean like those days when you just don't want to do anything and when you simply just keep saying but i don't have time for this and i don't have time for that and mm -hmm. that's not important and i'm not important mm -hmm. and what life is what life is after all it's not worth it i'm not worth it all those things that we say is because we're not feeling fulfilled mm -hmm. in our lives and mm -hmm. by finding out what we're passionate about and actually living those passions there's just mm -hmm such a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment i mean look at you do exactly what you're passionate about and it doesn't feel like work no it's not like at all having fun all the time <laughs> yeah, i can be in front of my computer for 12 hours and i look and i look at the time i said i can't believe i haven't even gotten half the work done because i was just like you i always have to have a new project around the corner Right. I'm just already working on new projects. So that's what that's what really feeds me is that new sense of adventure and reaching new goals and reaching new heights. So because I wanted to have my own radio and TV show like five years ago, but I didn't know how to do it. Right. And then and then I checked into the radio stations that cost a thousand dollars per, you know, per episode. I thought I don't have that kind of money. You know, and I thought, no, I've got to be able to do this another way. And certainly technology came in and that's how we can do it on our own. We can it's do this all on fantastic. our own. Yeah, it is. And, and, and so, um, I mean, I didn't grow up with computers and certainly you didn't grow up with computers, right? And, yeah. and so um, I think during pandemic, a lot of people have had to step out of their comfort zone and make what was unfamiliar familiar to them because they've had no choice. They didn't get to see their grandkids anymore all of a sudden. And now they have, you know, they need to figure it out. Sure. And so, sure. um, you know, one of the best things that came out of this was was a lot of us have had to learn new skills, yeah. uh, right? And um, I know that um for me being able to sit behind a computer and talk to someone who's across the world uh you know in let's say in uk and we're having a chat and we're interviewing each other i think it was so fantastic and i was thinking my world would have never been this big yeah yeah this not been for technology i and agree Right. So sometimes you got to embrace those changes and go with the flow and uh, not resist them and really use see how we can use them to our advantage. I agree 100 percent. Certainly, um, I, I, I always love technology. I, I'm, I'm not a pro at it by any stretch of the imagination. But it's interesting. I wrote last year, 2019, I always write down my goal. I, I wrote down, I'm going to get better at technology. And then right away, I started to take courses and go. And then, of course, with COVID-19, you couldn't do anything. 
So you have to start learning from, you know, watching YouTube videos and learning yourself online. Well, that's what I've been doing just like you, yeah. And then what I was doing actually since, since the middle of March, I was producing one or two shows a day. So because I, I, you know, I didn't want to get into a slump and I wanted to do something different. I thought, well, I have to have a goal in that day because the days are long, right? I couldn't be doing my regular business. So I started to do it and that got me motivated to get up in the morning and learn more skills. And yes, I made lots of mistakes and some of the shows were terrible, but that's okay. I learned. So, I mean, this is how many months later, you know, I'm getting to be a real pro. <laughs> You know, I'm having fun. I'm just having fun with yes, it. Yes, and yes. So now it's not work. It's fun. This whole thing is a lot of fun. Just like you, you learn new skills during this time. It is, and and you know the, and then you keep you keep learning these new things, and you do something small, and you 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 know you you finish it or you accomplish it, and it's like such a good feeling, and it's something that can acknowledge and you validate yourself for and you can pat yourself on the back for it and and then that that gives you the more that gives you more energy to do something else and uh, look at you go on youtube these days and you just type in how do i yeah <laughs> i know that's how i learned to cook caribbean food and that's yeah. how i learned to grow uh, food from seeds you know how to so my garden in the back is huge i've got um Tomato plants are 17 feet long, full of tomatoes. And now I'm, I'm learning how to start a new vegetable garden in August and September. You don't have to stop. Just continue up until December. So I'm learning all this from how to YouTube. God bless YouTube. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Professor Professor Google. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. Right. I, I don't know about you, but I remember growing up and going to school that if I wanted to learn something new, I had to go to my encyclopedia mm -hmm. to look it up. Yes. Didn't you? Same thing, right? Or if I wanted to learn a new word, I would have to get a dictionary or a thesaurus. Nobody even knows what a thesaurus is now. No. I can on Google now. So when I was in uh, when I was in France when we first moved to France and I was I was thirteen, uh, no French, right? I had no French at all. Mm -hmm. So I started in. I think they put me in grade nine or something like that. And so I remember have we bought the first thing my mom bought me was this um, dictionary that was about this thick. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, it was called Le Petit Robert, which is the yeah. small, right? Small Robert, small Robert, not so small. Like it was, it was so thick. And so I, I remember having to look up almost every other word and it took me two hours to go through a, a, a like six liner paragraph and it was like midnight and I still hadn't done my homework because I needed to learn every single word and now you you know you you just put the whole thing into a, a Google Translate <laughs> I know I know I know. And, you know, I was living in Europe. I went to Europe. I was born and raised in Canada, Winnipeg. And then I went to Europe to study music. So I went the opposite. You came here. I went there and lived there for 10 years. And I learned Italian. I learned Spanish. I, and I wanted to read books, like all the classics. And I wanted to read them in Italian, Spanish, and then French. So I had my dictionary. So once a week, I would take a book and, learn, and read it in that language. 
So I had to learn just like you with, with a dictionary. But I wanted to read the I wanted to read the books in the original language as much as I could. I didn't want to read them in English because that's my mother tongue. So I was forcing myself Italian, French, and Spanish. And that's how I learned the languages. Don't ask me French now because I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm using it, Del. I'm not using it, so yeah. how can I remember? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so, and so, you speak Italian, which is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite languages of all time because I just think it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I know, and I know you sing. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, Maria, have you ever sang for your audience? No, and I'm not going to. Didn't I sing for you the last time? Yes. Yes, I'm not singing again. I'm going to make you sing. It was a one-liner you sang. It wasn't like yeah, a whole because song. I forgot the word. Because I forgot the word. You just climb every mountain, which is kind of, you know, what I would think in my life I've been doing is climb every mountain. You know, I still don't remember the words. I have to go on Google to find out. But, yeah, I would say that really defines who I am, climb every mountain, right? So what yeah. song would define who you are? Um... Isn't this funny? Because now you put me on the spot, and I yeah, have no idea. It's your turn. I have no idea. Uh, f funny thing is, when I listen to songs, and some people connect to songs via the words. Um, for me, I don't connect to songs via words. I connect to them via the music and how mm -hmm. they make me feel. So. Unless I actually read the lyrics to a song, it won't really resonate with me and it won't sit uh, in, in, with me. So, but one thing I, one, one of the, one of the songs that I, I really like is, um, uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, pardon? I'll have to ask you another time. Yeah, well, if I remember, I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> So tell us, you know, we're just going to be wrapping up the show in, in yeah. a couple minutes, but just wondering, so if people want a copy of your book, um, it, when is it going to be published for? Is it October? It'll be out or when? I, I want to say, like, I, I got a message from Robert that it was being published today, like today, Ooh. today. Uh, <laughs> I know. So it's very exciting. Um, I So like, I want to say, I want to say soon. Trust me, Maria. It'll be all over social oh, media. I can like, imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> I will tell uh, my my uh, next door neighbor's cousin. Whatever you know. This has been the dream, a, a dream, really, for me to finish a book. Like I've always, I've always had a special place in my heart for authors. Uh, I always thought, what a wonderful thing to be an author. And I, I started writing a book so many times, uh, probably, like, I want to say a dozen times. And they've always been uh, left, like, on the second page. I think I went as far as the 10th page one time, and I just left it. And the idea that always stopped me was, who's going to want to read my story? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's a this is a roadblock in a lot of people's mind um, who who are maybe you know an uh, aspiring authors, but they they just can't get it done because in the back of our minds we're thinking who am I? Like mm -hmm. 
would yes. want to read my story, right? Yeah. Or this has been said a million times before. Mm -hmm. But here, here I am at 48, finally, finally, um, with a published book, a whole book, my own book. Yeah. And I'm so proud of this. And I want to I wanna send this message out to whoever is probably thinking, you have an inclination of maybe one day, that day is now. Just mm -hmm. no better time than right now. Um, and and write it and get it done because your story is only your story. No one else can tell it the way you do. Yeah, and we're very unique individuals, aren't we? That's, that's, I think that's what I'm getting from what you're saying here is, you know, just embrace who you are. Enjoy the voyage. It's going to be over soon anyway. Just enjoy it. Do the best you can. And, you know, leave lots of love in the world once we're gone. But well, congratulations on your book. I'm looking forward to reading it, Della. But how can, we, how can we hear your wonderful podcast and your shows? Tell us. Thank you so much for asking that question, Maria. I'm on Facebook. Um, so uh, the, I have a page on Facebook under Della's Voice. So you can find it there, Della's Voice, Della apostrophe S, Voice, B-O-I-C-E. Um, I'm uh, So all my shows are broadcast there. I do have a YouTube channel uh, also under Della's Voice. I would love uh, if you would visit me there and subscribe to my channel. Uh, uh, and um, if you have any questions at all, you want to reach me, uh, if you want to be a guest on my show, uh, you can reach me at info at Fantastic. Really simple. So everyone, you can always um, review the show and you can get all the information or get in touch with me or you can touch base with Della on Facebook. She's yes. on Facebook. Yes. yes. I, you know what? Facebook, Instagram. LinkedIn, yeah. Twitter, right? Sure. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Don't you love the social media? I mean, we have to talk about that another time. Yes. But I want to thank you, Della, for being my guest. Wonderful to have you. Good luck on your book. And uh, maybe we'll have you when you have your one-year anniversary in October. Oh, maybe I'll have you back. I'm not going to say what it's all about then. Because we can talk about your book then again. That's awesome. <laughs> Take I care, really Della. appreciate being here, Maria. Thank you so much. And thanks you. to your viewers. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Della. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining me and Della. Um, you must go to Della's page on Facebook, Della's Voice, and watch all her wonderful shows there. I've been watching them myself. Just some great speakers. So if you want to be a, a you know, guest on her show, by all means, get in touch with her. If you want to be a guest on my show, uh, please, by all means, get in touch with me. So I'm going to say goodbye for now with Maria Recruit, All Things Business. And it's September the 3rd, 2020. So everyone, take care. Enjoy the rest of the week. Ciao. Bye-bye now. Bye.